Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wealth Tech Show, where we discuss the technology that's empowering the future of wealth management and personal finance across the world. Today, we're discussing a topic that will be close to many people's hearts, and that topic is mortgages. The mortgage sector hasn't necessarily been a hotbed for innovation in recent years. Here in the UK, where I'm recording right now, the Financial Conduct Authority even mentioned in their 2019 Mortgages Market Study, inventively named, uh, that more innovation was required to help consumers out. So we need a hero to sort this out, and that hero might just be right here. Janesh Vora, CEO of Sprive, welcome to The Wealth Tech Show. Thank you for having me. Oh, great to have you here. So I've managed to introduce you without saying anything really about what you do. I've suggested you might be a hero, which is, I assume, good. Uh, but I've been light on detail. So Janesh, can you, can you tell us about Sprive? Uh, that you've created. What is it uh, and what does it do? Sure. So we're an app that helps homeowners in the UK pay off their mortgage faster and save interest. Essentially, you link your bank account. We automatically set money aside without impacting your lifestyle. The the more you spend, uh, the less we set aside. Um, essentially, we're helping you make faster overpayments towards your mortgage. With one tap, we make payments to your lender and you can save thousands of pounds in interest and pay off your mortgage faster. Mm-hmm. So making mortgage mortgages easy, which is uh, probably long overdue and a good thing for everyone. So, um, what was your reason for setting Sprive up? I mean, obviously, we know we know there are inefficiencies in the mortgage market, um, but you know, is there a more personal reason for you getting involved? Yeah. So I, I like like most people, uh, property prices are just ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up borrowing to to buy my first home. Um, and when I went through the exercise of, of paying it off, I remember when I got my, my first um, mortgage offer statement, it said for every pound that I was borrowing, I was paying 50p in interest. Wow. And I was thinking, well, interest rates are really low. Like, why am I paying you know so much interest? And, um, and I was in a fortunate position working in the city that every month I'd have some spare cash left over. Um, so I spoke to my wife and said, let's 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 go about kind of aggressively kind of you know trying to pay it off. And and as we went through that process, we found that it actually wasn't that straightforward. Um, the lenders don't make it very transparent in terms of how you go about making overpayments. Like for example, I started making overpayments and I started to see my monthly payments reduce. And I thought that was great. Like I'm paying less every month. Um, you know that's not surely not a not a bad thing. And then what I realised afterwards is actually I was saving a lot more a lot less interest than I than I than I should have been. So then when I call my bank and I say, look, I'm making overpayments, can you make sure that it helps me kind of save more interest, attack the capital, um, pay it off faster? They made the updates on their side and then and then and then and then you know I was I was on my way. Um, and then when it came to like remortgaging, um, there's so many deals out there. Um, it was very difficult to find out whether I was going to be on the on, on the right deal. Um, and it just kind of through that whole process, I was like, in this day and age, there should be tech that just does this. Um, ultimately, a mortgage is the average person's ha- like largest household commitment. People are borrowing hundreds of thousands of pounds, you know, forty years into their into their life, um, and that 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 really adds up. Like, hmm. you know, people don't realize that actually, um, over the lifetime, people uh, on average could be paying like hundreds of thousands of pounds in in interest. Um, and so, can we create te- tech that just does it? for you without impacting your lifestyle and just saves you a lot of money and we've we've launched Sprive and um, our users are on track to save on average £32,000 in interest and pay off the mortgage eight years earlier. Wow uh, I mean that, that's quite impactful and you know I, I want to pick up on the fact that you said that your own mortgage was looking at 50% overpayment essentially well interest payment so you know 300 you know well you're basically paying 450 grand for a 300 grand house right um, so with that in mind is, is that typical is that is that what most people are doing? 
typical in terms of like in terms of how much interest um, people are paying. Yeah, over over the space of a yeah. A so I think yeah. w- the first thing I would say if you have a mortgage is look look at the look at the look at the statements and what typically when I talk to to people who have mortgages and I ask them like especially at the beginning of their mortgage like out of your monthly payments that you make how much of it is actually interest and people will probably say you know a, a very small percentage because interest rates are, are low and when they look at their their documents they actually realize that most people at the beginning of their mortgage are paying 50 to 60 percent of their monthly payments are just interest um, and the reason for that is l- lenders typically front load interest payments so at the beginning of your mortgage you're paying a lot more interest and then as you start to pay it down and you and you reduce your mortgage balance you're then paying back the amount that you you initially borrowed and what we tend to find in the uk is a lot of people wait till late in life so they wait until they're in their 50s and their 60s getting close to retirement and they go oh, i've got this huge mortgage and the last thing i want is 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 to you know to to, to retire and, and and have to have that to worry about so they start making huge overpayments starting to just get you know trying to get rid of it and lenders love that you're mm-hmm. playing into their hands because they've got their interest they front loaded it you know you've paid that when you're paying back later in life you're just essentially um essentially, essentially paying back the capital the, the amount that you originally borrowed so with Sprite, the idea is is that you don't need to be uh, like waiting later in life. Just by putting like three pounds, if you can afford three pounds a day equivalent towards your mortgage, and you and you keep doing mm-hmm. that on a regular basis, you'll save an incredible incredible amount of interest. Um, even myself, like I, I I paid off my mortgage early, and I saved over seventy thousand pounds in interest mm-hmm. by doing so. And also, it gave me greater control of my life. So, where I was walk- working in the city, I used to work for Goldman Sachs, and I was there for about 14 years. Um, having paid off my mortgage gave me the confidence and the financial, um, you know, the financial ability to essentially quit that job and start my own fintech, helping others do the same. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we will consider the, the context for people outside the UK, because I imagine the mortgage market internationally is, is ripe for disruption right um but in the uk what are the kind of main problems that homeowners homeowners are facing and and what mistakes are we making when paying off our mortgages so i think the first thing is um people having to borrow a lot of money um property prices in the uk just you know expensive if you look Mm -hmm. at the last year property prices continue to rise even in the context of a of a, a pandemic and salary salaries are not increasing and so you're what you're finding is people are borrowing more Mm-hmm. And they're borrowing for longer. So historically, when I when I got a mortgage, for example, the average um, term was 25 years. People are borrowing 25 years into their life. Now, half the products that are available in the market are 40-year mortgages. So you can imagine people getting onto their onto the property ladder in their 30s, maybe even their 40s, and then borrowing for 30, 40 years. Um, so you can imagine there's, there's about three million people who are expected to have a mortgage. In the in a past retirement in their in their seventies. Yeah, that that three million people is interesting. So I, I saw that uh, quoted on your website as well. Is, is that three million people purely who will start the mortgage at a younger age, like the millennial generation, or is that three million people including those who maybe have a second mortgage on a second property? And that's including, including both. So you, okay. you typically find people who. Um, you know, will we'll naturally get a mortgage, and it's and then you do the maths. So if they got the mortgage at like you know th- at thirty five, and then they they um and then they and it's forty year term, obviously you can clearly see that it's going to be something that they're going to pay in, into their retirement. But a lot of people also get mortgages, and then they want to upsize, and again they want to get a nicer house. They've grown in terms of their family's grown, etc. They want more space, um, and so they borrow more. And, and again, people tend to you know borrow for 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 a long period of time, and and, and so. Um, there's a lot of people and it's a growing trend and I don't think it's going to go in, in any other direction. Um, and so what you tend to find is, you know, half of homeowners make overpayments 
um, but they do it a lot later. So that's another mistake which I've which I've kind of touched upon. Um, a lot of people get scared by like early repayment charges, um, and actually the lenders are very accommodating. So most lenders will allow you to pay up to ten percent of the outstanding loan value. So if you have a three hundred thousand pound mortgage, that's thirty thousand pounds that you can overpay without any any charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, people don't tend to they just hear about early repayment charges and that can kind of put some people some people off um other mistakes like i mentioned earlier the mistake that i made is you often lenders have these like quirky processes where they're like um they make it slightly difficult for you so if you don't tell your bank and say i'm making overpayments can you make sure that they help me save more interest and pay it off quickly then it doesn't happen um so that's something again Sprive we understand how lenders work um we help you know you pay off your mortgage faster with all the large largest lenders in the uk so whether you have a mortgage with hsbc barclay santander you know we'll guide you we'll make sure you don't you don't make those those mistakes that that, for example i did um and a lot of people also um they wait so they think about their mortgage and they're like i've got to save thousands and thousands of pounds before i can start making overpayments and that's not true like lenders calculate interest daily the more often you make overpayments the more interest you're going to save the more quickly you're going to pay it off so um you know with our app you can technically make weekly overpayments and you'll be amazed on just how much more interest you you save by by doing that and um what you tend to find is a lot of people have like spare cash just lying around yeah. in their bank account and they're just not sure what to do with it and interest rates are just ridiculously low like if you look at um, the average interest rate on a on a current account it's practically it's practically zero, um, and even instant like online kind of saving accounts like Marcus for example they're offering like 0.5 percent, and then on top of that you're getting taxed, whereas if you start making overpayments it's interest free, um, and you're obviously going to be paying a lot more uh, pay, paying a lot more on your mortgage compared to the returns you're getting um, by just leaving money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean the first thing I'm thinking of there from what you said is how kind of depressing it is as someone who's you know a millennial knowing how many people have a 40-year mortgage that is that's hard isn't it that is tough but i think it's the reality i guess that we're facing right now um what i want to know next is how does Sprive go beyond basic money management because you know if someone's already organized and they're already very good at you know doing their research picking out the best mortgage plan for them uh, making overpayments correctly in line with whatever the rules are for their mortgage how does Sprive? help them beyond that or is Sprive simply there to help people uh you know easily access the information that they need yeah so Sprive, in my opinion um is the fastest way to to essentially clear your mortgage um so if you are if you're already making overpayments for example there's probably two ways you're going about doing it so one is you're making ad hoc overpayments so when you've accumulated a bit of cash you start paying off your mortgage in big chunks and i mentioned earlier that the more often you do it the more interest you're going to save so um, that's 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 one benefit. The other benefit, if you're setting up a direct debit, for example, so that's when you're saying I can afford I don't know 100 pounds extra a month, and you you go to your lender and you set that up, and so every month 100 pounds goes out of your account and and, and it helps you kind of pay off the mortgage faster. With Sprive, you're essentially setting up a smart direct debit. So we have an algorithm. So when you link your bank account, it adjusts based on your spending. So essentially it means that if you've spent all your money on handbags and and and, and, lo- and lovely holidays that month then the algorithm will adjust for that and put a lot less towards your mortgage whereas if you've done a really good job and you've saved lots and you spent less then we'll put a lot more um, and by doing that you're it's a lot more dynamic and you're paying it a lot more quickly like i said you could 
theoretically make overpayments on a weekly basis and so that means that you essentially save more um, and I remember when I was paying off my mortgage I had no idea how much interest I was I was uh, I was saving I had no idea um, whether I was on track to pay off my mortgage in 10 years in five years um, with with Sprive you get clear stunning visual dashboards that will tell you mm -hmm. that you're on track to pay off your mortgage in x years you're on track to save you know this much interest um, we also do things like we you can track your loan to value Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure how familiar you are, but in in the UK, the lower your loan to value, the 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 cheaper deals you can yeah. get when you when you remortgage. So like someone might be on like eighty six or eighty seven percent loan to value, um, and they have no idea. Like property prices are changing all the time. You know, people are paying off their mortgage faster. It's all very dynamic. Um, so you know, as as it comes up for renewal, your your mortgage deal, you might you know you might not have an idea that if I actually overpaid a couple of thousand pounds more. I would get below the next loan to value threshold and that will actually open up a lot more deals that I wouldn't be eligible for if I didn't make those overpayments and mm -hmm. therefore you'd save even more interest because now you're paying you know less less interest yeah. on, a, on, a, on, a, on a cheaper deal um, so essentially we're providing people a lot more transparency and when it comes to your, your point around kind of remortgaging so what we want to build and, and, and this is something we're gonna we're gonna launch soon um, is a concept of always being on the best deal. So on a given day, there's like 10,000 products uh, out there. How do you know whether you're on the cheapest deal? Um, and typically you go to like a comparison site and you might fill in some details, but they don't really know you. They don't know your financial situation. With our app, because you link your bank account, we get access to your spending. We talk to your lenders through technology. So we know uh, inf information about your, your mortgage. We know information about your property, your home value. We know your credit, your credit like commitments, your credit history. Um, these are all the things that lender uses to decide whether you can get a mortgage deal or not. Um, and so the algorithm will basically help you scan 24-7. And if we, a better deal can be found, we'll then connect you on, to one of our mm. FC advisors. You get free advice and you get that that comfort that you know, you're, 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 um, you're saving money. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, do people usually pick the right mortgage plan? But I think we both know the answer to that. They, I'm assuming, often know. Yeah, and you, you talked about the mortgage market study. So mm -hmm. um, that clearly, kind of the FCA have said that people tend to not get the right deal. Like 800,000 people don't switch on time. Um, and they, they go into you know, what's called SVR. Um, and it's only when their monthly monthly payments start to rise, they go, what's going on? Um, and then you, you find um, a, lo a lot of people actually um, don't get the don't get the best deal. And there's a lack of transparency. When I talk to people and they say, oh, I've got this great broker. Um, and I'm like, okay, how do you know he's a good broker? How do you know you're getting the cheapest deal? And they don't. It, they're literally mm -hmm. relying on on blind faith. And I really want to open up that transparency. So, you know, if you're if you're dealing with a mortgage broker with Sprive, you get like, insight into okay, they've got X number of years experience. This is what other users think about them. In the in the in the in the in the last year, they've placed X number of mortgage deals with this many lenders. So you get a real sense that they really know what they're they're mm -hmm. talking about, and you're getting quality. You're getting quality advice, and it's not just judging them based on you know they've got good rapport and great communication skills <laughs> yeah i think a lot of people make decisions based on that and and that actually brings me on to my next point and you meant you mentioned you know rapport with existing brokers and another thing you mentioned was transparency so what i want to want to know is that across the the industry have you experienced any resistance to what you're doing because when there are inefficiencies baked into a system it's usually in someone's interest for them to be there so is anyone you know against you doing what you're doing with Sprive? I think we're just really focusing on the on the consumer. Um, we feel like 
you know, there's there's a lot of players in the in the mortgage industry. You've got you've got lenders, you've got comparison sites, you've got over four thousand um, you know mortgage intermediaries, and they're all really focused on helping people kind of pay off their their mortgage, um, like in terms of remortgaging. So helping them making sure that they're on 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 the right deal and, and getting that mortgage. And and with with Sprive, our attitude is slightly different. Like for the average person, they've borrowed so much money over such a long period of time. How do we help them? save as much interest as possible and pay it off as quickly. Like if you ask the average person, do you want a mortgage for the rest of your life? They'd probably say no. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that's what we're focused on. And, and, we, yeah. and, and my view is, is that I don't want to work against the existing mortgage market, I'm, ma the mortgage market. I'm not here to um, you know, work against the brokers or work against the, um, against the lenders. I think everyone in that community ultimately wants to help the, you know, help people. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and the way the market works today is that, um, it's very competitive the, the 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 mortgage market. There's like I said, like nearly a hundred lenders out there, all offering deals, um, and and because interest rates are so low, um, the spread between between one lender offering a deal versus the versus the next lender, it's it's very it's very small. Um, so the best way that I think you know, anyone in the mortgage market can compete is by offering really good customer service, and with Sprite, that's what we're focused on. So for any Anyone out there that's in the mortgage industry that is thinking, um, you know, how do we, how do we, um, you know, take things to the next level? Um, that's what we're trying to do, and 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 um, and we're very open to working with the um, mm -hmm. with, with the, the existing um, the existing players rather than kind of trying to trying to necessarily like you know yeah take them out yeah yeah well if fintech doesn't work out can i suggest their career in politics is a very diplomatic answer um, but you know speaking of fintech though this is your first fintech company right so you've you've come from goldman sachs you've got 14 years experience working there obviously that's going to be a really good grounding for what you're doing now but what's your biggest challenge been because this is in many respects a really new experience for you yeah definitely uh, i would say it's been a learning curve um i think uh, you know i've in my my experience at Goldman's, it's kind of really gave me a good foundation. I've had the the the, the ability to manage global teams and manage people and and um, and and come up with strategy strategy to kind of move the business forward in the areas that I that I that I worked in, and that that's definitely transferable. Um, but essentially, we're building something that's never been built before. There isn't an app out there that helps you manage your mortgage in the way we do. It doesn't help you make smart overpayments, um, and so it was. It was interesting. First of all, we were thinking about how do we enter the mortgage market, and and thinking about what is the real problem, and then it was like how do we build the tech to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we did and without going into details. We've done things that are quite creative that actually haven't been done, done before. And we've had to, you know, speak to people within our network and really try to like um, get access to certain information that ultimately most most companies out there in this in this space don't have. Um, and that's allowed us to kind of um, you know provide this service that now that we've now um, that we've now launched. Um, and then the other big challenge I think is um, is building a team from scratch. Mm -hmm. So when I was at Goldman's, I had the directory. If I needed, you know, to, to speak to someone in technology, have a whole bunch of technology like te technology developers at my disposal, lawyers, tax advisors, you know, marketing, you know, whatever it is, you have it in house. Um, when you're building a fintech or any any business, um, you you don't have that directory, especially when you're doing it for the first time. Um, and so you know. Finding out the best way of doing things, finding good talent, keeping good talent, um, finding th you know people that can do things, but do things in a very cost-effective man manner is a is a is a challenge. And look, I've I've 
been doing this for like I mean, nearly two years now. And so I felt like I've learned a lot, mm. but I've still got a lot more to learn. Um, and so it's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. It's a, it's a really nice challenge. And I'm just really excited about where Sprive will go in the next couple of years. Yeah. And, and on that, I mean, I want to place this now within our audience. Our typical listener is a wealth manager or a financial advisor. So, you know, where, you know, they're not necessarily in the UK either. I mean, you're saying nothing like Spry has been built before. I, I don't know if that's true internationally or not. You could perhaps give us a steer on that. But, um, you know, is there any way that wealth managers and advisors might use Sprive, you know, within what they do? Do you think it's a useful tool for a wealth manager or an advisor to include in someone's, you know, personal finances? Yeah, I, I definitely do, do think so. I think the first thing is, um, a lot of people have mortgages and it does create financial stress. Um, you have to earn every month enough money so that you and your family can have a roof over their head. Um, and so a lot of people have got, you know, got that on their mind. Should I, what should I do with my money? Should I invest it or should I, should I pay it off my, my mortgage? And obviously most financial advisors would say, you know, invest your money. And I, and I think, you know, to a certain extent that can be, that can be, that can be the right decision. But when we talk to our customers, a lot of them do both. They, they want to kind of chip away at their mortgage. They want to reduce the number of years. They want to, they want to kind of get guaranteed tax-free returns and also get on top of their mortgage so they have more control over their lifestyle. Like if you don't have a mortgage, you could maybe do some more charitable work. You mm -hmm. could play, you know, do, do more, do more, spend more time with your family or, do, or play more golf or whatever you love, you love doing. Um, and so there's, there, there's that, that element. And I think a good financial advisor needs to understand it's not just about, um, you know, making money. And I think with, with investments, nothing's guaranteed. So um, you can you can make money, but you can also lose money. I've I've invested in crypto, for example, and you know I'm sure a lot of people have, and some people have done okay from it. Some people have lost money uh, money from it. Some people will lose money from it in the future. So I think it's very much around uh, financial advisors understanding um, you know what they what what's important to their mm -hmm. to their to their to their to their customers. And look, if they're interested in in paying off their their mortgage faster, you know please do send them you know our way. The app is completely free to use, and you don't have to. Spend spend tens of thousands of pounds extra on your mortgage the whole premise around 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 Sprive is you know just three pounds a day will make a huge difference mm -hmm. um and we if you go to sprive.com and you and you see our landing page you'll see like the first screen you'll see is three pounds a day on a typical uk mortgage will do this a five pound will do this ten pounds will do this yeah and so i see it very complimentary and um the great thing about our app is we're helping people save money on a weekly basis on their mortgage most people when they think about their mortgage they think about it every two three five years so um if when it comes to like refinancing because we can do the always on the best deal um we, we can help people um save money in that regard and so um yeah. very happy to work with financial advisors on um on you know on, on that piece as well around remortgages and helping yeah. the customers remortgage um it sounds interesting and Janesh as a millennial can I can I just ask when you do these kind of illustrations of three pounds saved that you not use flat whites or or avocados to illustrate that because that is that is getting annoying. It's been going on for far too long. Um, but look, I, I think it's really interesting. I think what you're doing will definitely chime with, with the personal finance side of things. And and you know, I, I mentioned the international side of it uh, a second ago. Um, I found some interesting stuff when I was looking at the American market. Actually, I, I saw a quote um, attributed to Bill Emerson, the vice chairman of Quicken Loans, in, in 2018, saying that the average U.S. mortgage requires close to 800 pages of documents. Now. 
if any of our American listeners can give me some some information on that, that doesn't sound right. That can't be right. Um, but yeah, if, if that is true, um, I suspect people would soon be done with that. And also in the US, I saw a, a study by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that found that 30% of borrowers do not look at price comparison sites, which is mad. I mean, how often do you take a mortgage out and you're not even comparing prices? So that's three out of 10 people who are probably getting the wrong mortgage let's be honest um you know Janesh would you would you want to take Sprive stateside with that kind of thing in mind yeah I mean ultimately if you think about where I see Sprive going um so we want to help people with their mortgage um with their like largest household commitment um but we've essentially built a really smart algorithm that helps people chip away at debt so if you think about debt, um, debt can come in all types. So some people have mortgage debt, but other people have credit card debt, car finance debt. There's a, a whole bunch of younger people have that have student loan debt. Um, and so we want to help people, you know, we start off with the UK, but debt is a huge problem in the in, in the Western world, and, and, and whether it's the, the States or in Europe um, or, or other, other regions. Uh, more and more people are borrowing so that they can either live the lifestyle that they need or just just out of necessity um so definitely we want to we want to you know over time um mm -hmm. uh, you know help other 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 markets um you mentioned earlier one of your previous questions around you know is there anything like this um mm -hmm. elsewhere and what we tend to find is there are other apps in in, in in different in different areas like like in the us um there's apps that help you pay off like credit card debt and student loan debt um, but we haven't come across one um, in in the in the mortgages market. Um, and look, every 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 market is slightly different. But what's the, what's great is things like open banking. So open banking is a, like a global um, you know a global a global thing. And so you know with with things with technology like that, it becomes a lot more easier to kind of move uh, move our solution from one market to the next. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we've been in a lockdown in the UK and indeed in a number of other countries. Um, but in the UK, we also had the stamp duty holiday for home buyers, which obviously encouraged people to, to look into buying a new home. Um, so am I, am I right in thinking you've picked a particularly good time to run a mortgage-based fintech? Um, and also, have you observed any obvious differences in people's uh, attitudes towards mortgages while we've been uh, in this lockdown and while the stamp duty holiday was going on? Yeah, I mean, I think it has been good. I think a lot of businesses, you know, pandemic has been kind of quite harmful. Um, but if I if I look at what's happened, um, so with, with 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 stamp duty, for example, and the help to buy scheme, that's made it easier for people to get onto the property ladder. And you've probably seen in the press a huge wave of first time buyers kind of getting on, you know, getting getting homes. Ultimately, the more people that have um, have homes and mortgages, the more people there are that we can help and, and ultimately um, help them kind of you know, save interest and, and, and pay their mortgage off faster. Um, what we tend to find is that a lot of people haven't been going out um, so they've been you know, saving more cash than they normally would have. And then they're like, what do I do with my money? Um, and with the markets being a little bit kind of um, turbulent, um, people you know, have been starting to kind of pay off their mortgage. I read a statistic that said in the last six months, seven billion pounds have been spent towards mortgage overpayments. So people paying extra with that goal of being financially, you know, financially free and, 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 and not having not having debt. And. What we found is, that, you know, I mentioned historically people, um, you know, people kind of paying off their mortgage later in life. So waiting until they're in their late mm -hmm. 50s and 60s. And, and the actual statistics show that actually majority of the people that are doing this are actually millennials. Mm -hmm. So people that are 25 to like, you know, in, you know towards 35, 40. 
Um, so the, the landscape's changing. I think younger people are starting to realize that they don't want to be paying, you know, uh, crazy amounts of interest for long periods of time um, over 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 the lifetime. They're starting to understand the true the cr- true cost of debt. And what the other beauty of 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 you know what what's happened um, for, for Sprive is that historically people were getting mortgaged like remortgaging through their traditional broker. So the person that they've known for years, um, et cetera, they've met them face to face. And then suddenly the landscape's changed. People can't meet um, you know, um, you know, face to face and people have been kind of looking for digital services to solve their problems. And mortgages is one of them. And so I think there's more and more people now um, being open to um, using fintech solutions, being more comfortable with open banking. Like if you look at the open banking numbers, for mm-hmm. example, they're continually on a rise. I think the last statistic I saw was that 2.5 million people are now comfortable with open banking. So linking their bank account with, with mm-hmm. a third party. And, and the open banking was created for that whole reason to help the consumer. And I, I, I see it a little bit like... Um, De- like paying online, uh, using getting your you know paying with your debit card or your credit card. Initially, people were like, "That's crazy!" Like yeah. me putting my bank details online, like that's you know that that's something I'm not comfortable doing. And now everyone's doing it, right? Like the, everyone's shopping online, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I feel like th- this is this is the same sort of thing for open banking, and and that's just really really great for Sprive. Yeah, absolutely. But let's um, look at the other side of the market as well, because not everyone is au fait with it tech or sharing their data and information uh, and another thing i think that's come out during the lockdown is, is difference in attitude between doing things online and doing things face to face because I, I think we've all as much as i think everyone's enjoyed the, the tech innovations that's, that have gone on recently everyone has missed the face-to-face interaction so um you know to we, we know we know which way the trend is going so the uk's first digital mortgage lender molo raised 266 million in debt and equity funding last year um, you know, and it said it had a, a pipeline of buy-to-let mortgage applications of in excess of 500 million. So, obviously, you know, we know we know where where things are going. Um, but there are people who, as I just said, hate doing everything online and and want to see someone face to face. So, is there any chance that Sprive will at some point uh, work in a way that allows you to? you know to use it while also speaking face to face with a lender yeah so the way we're going to do this is um when you are looking for like another deal our algorithm helps you scan the market 24 7 and if we find a better deal for you we'll then tell you through the app we'll kind of handhold you we'll understand your goals etc we'll then connect you to an fca advisor um, and we'll do that for free um, but the way I'd like like to do it is you essentially book an appointment with them and then you have the option. You can either um, you know, have a call and, and talk to them or you can do a video call. So it's like if you think about what we've been doing for the last 18 months, two years, we've all got very familiar with talking to people over 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 zoom and 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 other 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 mechanisms um and so you still get that kind of you know that 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 way of looking into someone's eyes and and having that conversation and feeling like they're in your living room and people are busy um you know people don't have necessarily the time to take time out of work and um and and, and go meet someone face to face etc so i feel like people are getting very used to that kind of situation but you still get that kind of that mm-hmm. real connection because you have that video call feature on your app okay and Janesh, i've got one last question for you which i'm going to ask in two parts which is always annoying but i do it anyway um <laughs> so firstly are you looking to add anything new to Sprive in the next couple of years i know you mentioned um, you know the the best deal comparison, but are you, are you looking at anything beyond that? Uh, and also, what are your views of Sprive in terms of integration? Do you do you think it might become part of a, a broader suite of 
financial planning tools or do you very much you know intend to keep it as a standalone yeah so a um, couple of you know, good question um so i think the first question i would say is um in terms of the features that we're adding so yeah always on the best deal is, is definitely definitely one um the other thing i really would like to do is people are automatically we're helping them save money and set money aside and you know it's not it's not intended to be um an, an account where you you keep money for long periods of time we want you to regularly make overpayments um but we're helping you make that happen um but with that cash that um that you're essentially spending through your bank account what i love to do is scan what retailers you're shopping with and if we can get some sort of deal with that with that with that particular um third party give you cash back so i'm, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people uh, who are listening are familiar with like quidco and top cash back and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And you spend out, you know, at, at Costa or Marks and Spencer's and you get a bit of cash. Um, so I'd love to do uh, something where automatically we have you know, re- agreements with these retailers. You spend, because you've linked your bank account, we can see that you spend X at, at this retailer and give you free cash. And then that free cash, you can decide what you want to do with it. You can either pay it to your lender or you can withdraw it back to your bank account same day and you can spend the money how you like. Um, and so it's effectively a smart way of you know, stretching out your cash um, and, and paying off your, your, your mortgage faster. Um, the other thing that's going to be really important and it's a, a way of earning interest um, is um, for every kind of friend that you recommend, you know, we will start to give you cash back as well. Um, so, you know, there's a, so like, for example, three friends, 25 pounds. And so if you have like 100 people that you know um, that are all looking for help on their mortgage, then that's, again, another way you can you can earn, you can earn some extra cash. And, and, that, and, and every little bit helps in terms of helping you be um, mortgage free. Um, the other thing we like to do is you know, as we get pe- people on top of their of their mortgages, there's no reason why we can't help people invest their cash, maybe put towards you know their pension. Um, ultimately, like for example, myself, I've paid off my mortgage. I've got the next thirty years to grow wealth mm-hmm. and, and and that goal of financial freedom, so that every month I'm earning enough and enough cash is dripping into my account that funds my my lifestyle. But how do you make that happen? And, and as you you know getting on top of your mortgage um, and you've got less to worry about um you're gonna have more you know if you're still earning you're gonna have more uh, cash and what do you want to do with it and so um and people are t- if you go on like social media accounts and, and, and blog forums so many people ask the question like what do, how much should i put towards my mortgage how much should i invest how much should i put towards my pension so i love to be part of that you know that 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 kind of um solution in terms of helping people um make those decisions in a in a in a, in a very easy way okay fantastic well Janesh, thank you so much for joining us today. It was, you know, fascinating to talk mortgages with you, which is a sentence I never thought I would come out <laughs> with. But um, genuinely, and it looks like the technology you're using is, is going to eventually help remove a lot of stress and expense from people's experience of something that is both an exciting and a scary time in their lives. I'm sure most of the time. And, and thank you also to to everyone for tuning in. And hopefully this this episode gives you some inspiration for things to do with clients. Uh, or even in your own personal life in terms of payment, you know, processes and applications. Uh, and on top of that, you know, hopefully hopefully we've saved you some money on your mortgage. I think that's <laughs> hopefully something that might have happened. So if you'd like to send me 10% of that saving, which I think is fair, I'm Ian Horn from CityWire, and this has been the latest episode of The Wealth Tech Show. <laughs>